Hello and welcome to the Next In Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode of the Next In Line podcast. I'm very excited to have y'all in here listening to us one more time uh, for another great episode. And also, just real quick, thank you so much to everybody that has uh, left us a review, that has liked, commented, subscribed. Um, I see some new subscriptions, some new reviews, and it's cool to have awesome new people in here uh, that are like-minded and hoping to move forward in their personal development, whether it's on the physical side, the spiritual side, or the mental side. Um, It is great to have y'all welcome, and I hope that I can continue to put out some content that helps y'all in some way. Now, along with that, guys, you know we've got a little bit of housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode of the podcast, I would ask that you share the show with some like-minded people so we can help grow this movement and grow this podcast and help as many people as possible. Guys, you can take a screenshot, share it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever social media you use. You can like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating or review on whatever platform you find yourself listening on. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever it might be, guys, wherever you consume your content. And that's just going to help us pop up earlier in the search bar and be a little bit more competitive in the search link whenever people are looking for personal development and self-help type podcasts. So thank you so much to everybody who's done that. Thank you in advance for everyone that's going to do that after this episode. But guys, The first announcement I think we need to knock out following all of those housekeeping and social media things is Happy Mother's Day. As I sit down to record this podcast, it is in fact Mother's Day. Um, I got to spend some time with mine this weekend and it was amazing. Uh, Really happy to see her and some great family. But to all the moms out there, I hope you had a relaxing weekend. I hope you had an awesome one and I hope you were spoiled by all of those wonderful people that you do so much for in your life. The next announcement we got, guys, is that we are doing an episode here really quickly recapping Cocodona 250 with Dan Gilliam. Uh, That is the gentleman that we went out and paced in Cocodona, uh, in the Cocodona 250 in Arizona last weekend. It was an absolute blast. We've gotten some time to talk and recap and text back and forth. Uh, He's also got some time to process a couple of things that he uh, experienced out there and uh, get kind of the brain fog all cleared out. But it's been really, really cool to to take what was, and you'll hear this in the story, what was a brief one-minute conversation um, and a decision to go out and pace him that Really, we didn't know who Dan was, um, and that growing into a really awesome friendship and an awesome connection uh, for for him and Grace uh, with my dad and I. So, super excited to get that episode out to y'all. Y'all be looking for uh, some posts about that coming up, and obviously the episode dropping in probably about a week. But, guys, after that, I want to touch on the race schedule. We've got a couple of things coming up pretty quick, and then some throughout later in the year. Upcoming races are Ricochet's Riot. That's June 10th out in Colleen, Texas. It's going to be a smaller race, but we've got a couple of people in the 50K. Sounds like a few people in the 5K, maybe one in the 10K. Um, And 
there's distances offered in all different varieties. So let us know if you're going to be out there. I'll uh, be happy to meet some new people and see some people out there as well. Next, we are doing the Habanero 100 Relay over in Cat Spring on August 12th. Super, super excited about that. I ran the 100 miler there. That was my first 100 miler uh, last year. It's a very hot race. It's a very adverse condition kind of race. Uh, it's meant to be very, very tough. But it's also very enjoyable. We'll probably have two to four teams out there competing in the 100-mile relay or the 100K relay. So super stoked to have some people out there. If you're interested in running that race, shoot us a DM on those social media platforms. That's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, as mentioned. Um, and we'd love to have you, even if you want to just come out and be around it and see what it's all about. Uh, pace, be part of the crew, whatever it is. I We would enjoy you being out there with us. Now, after that... We've got the big event for the year for myself, uh, the KD225. That's going to start October 23rd out in Clinton, Missouri. It's going to run the KD Trail across the state of Missouri. It's going to be my first 200-mile-plus ultramarathon, and I'm super, super stoked to say that we've got a great group of people that are going to go pace and crew and be heavily involved. And I do have another announcement that we're going to drop on that uh, here later once it's fully confirmed and I've got his permission. Um, but I'm really excited about that race because of who all is going to be involved and just uh, obviously being my first 200 plus mile race, um, really testing new heights and seeing where we can go with this whole ultra running thing. Lastly, guys, I'm going to be out pacing and crewing uh, with a group of great people uh, who have been a part of this Next in Live movement out at Brazos Bend 100 on December 2nd in Needville, Texas. That's over near Houston uh, at the Brazos Bend State Park. We've ran the Brazos Bend 50 the past couple of years out there, but this will be the first time we have somebody running the 100-mile distance. So looking forward to getting out there and supporting Michael Ruiz as he attempts his first 100-miler in December. Um, and Guys, if you have any of these races that you're going to be involved in or around and you need some support, uh, pacing crew, don't hesitate to reach out, guys. We love doing this. We love being involved in the ultra running scene. And uh, the worst we can say is that we're already booked up or busy, guys. But any of these races that we're going to be at, go ahead and let us know. We'd be happy to at least meet you, right? So one really last announcement before we go into kind of a, a weekend recap and what's happening with me and tie it into the uh, the podcast topic for today. But I do want to give a shout out to Mr. Billy Pitts. Um, about an hour ago before we started this thing, he shot me a post on Instagram where he was featured at his finish. Uh, it's a picture of me and him at the Rocky Raccoon 100 when he completed his first 100 mile ultra marathon it was a post from ultra running magazine and it turned out he was actually featured by them on their social media and i'm not sure but i want to check the issue of the magazine to see if we're in it as well um celebrating his finish there so i've shared that on the story on instagram my personal one and i'll share it on next in line as well so make sure you go check that out and see it and read the post it's really cool to see uh, it's really cool to be celebrated on a page like that that covers athletes such as Courtney DeWalter and uh, all the other elites out there as well. So it's kind of neat to see guys. But like I said, rolling into a quick weekend roll cap or weekend recap here is that we got to go be part of an awesome event uh, fundraising for the Falls County Go Texan. Uh, it's their cook-off event back in Falls County. We got to play some music up there. My dad and I play some acoustic gigs here and there. Had a great friend out there on fiddle um, and just had a really good time. We were able to help with the auction, help with selling some stuff, 
uh, help with some announcements, and then playing a ton of music just to raise as much money as we could for these awesome kids out there getting ready to move on to college uh, with some scholarships. Next, guys, we got to run a little bit this weekend. We planned on doing a six-mile run with one of my dad's friends, James, that came in out of Georgia. Uh, And it turns out we did closer to 14. So we were all unprepared, uh, got a little bit behind on nutrition, hydration, electrolytes, caught some cramps, had to do a little bit of walking here and there uh, just from being unprepared. But hey, it's all good. It was a learning experience. It was a good time. We all enjoyed each other's company. And uh, it was just Good overall to be around good people all weekend long. But whenever you get in these different situations like not being prepared for a 14-mile run, whenever you get in these situations like being around a ton of people in a very open and public setting um, and being around just a bunch of individuals from back home that um, maybe be a little bit of a clashing of personalities at time, you come on situations where you can start to find different kinds of issues here and there there can be little things that pop up and mess with you like cramps or like being around people you don't want to be around or or situations and opportunities to cheat on your diet or or to drink too much or different things like that that aren't conducive to the direction you're trying to go in your life and whenever you find yourself in those situations you're trying to find a solution to beating whatever it is, whether it's something that immediately went wrong or whether it's making good choices with your uh, situation, your circumstance so that you can come out the other side still on track to maintain your routine and, and do the things that you need to do on a daily basis. It's really important to realize that there are certain factors in that whole thing that are outside of your control. But more importantly, there's a lot of factors that are within your control. And we might have touched on this subject already a little bit of making sure that you're focusing on the controllables within your life. But this one's so prevalent and it's something that so many people deal with. I saw this so many times this weekend that I just had to come here and talk about it. And it's something that really tough for me to make sure I focus on in daily life as well, whether it's with ultra running, whether it's with work or whatever it might be. But what I want to do is really give an example to drive home the importance of focusing on the controllables. And this is going to be something that's rooted within my running journey. Now, guys, there's a million different things that can go wrong whenever you sign up for an ultra marathon, any marathon, any running event for that uh, case. But specifically an ultra marathon, guys, there's so many different things and factors that can come in and throw off your day. You know, It could be (coughs) anything from who shows up to the race, right? You could be expecting to do really well at the race, and somebody could come in that is just an absolute stud. You could run into random stomach issues out of the race. You could have, I don't know, adverse weather conditions at the course that day or adverse course conditions. It could be really, really steep whenever you expected it to not be. You could tweak an ankle or tweak a knee You could have a terrible training block. You could have a really good training block leading up to the race. You could have some kind of tapering issue and not get enough rest prior to the race. You could have a ton of rest before the race. You could have terrible nutrition or hydration going into the race. You could have really good hydration or nutrition going into the race. Guys, the point is there's a million little factors here that could throw off your race. 
And the thing is, whenever these things pop up, these nutrition issues, these people that show up to the race that you didn't expect, the course conditions being off, maybe rolling an ankle or tweaking a knee or whatever it is, all of those things are issues, yes. But there's a distinction between what is within your control and what is not within your control. And the one factor that ties all these together is that some of the items on this list, right, the things that are uncontrollable, they will do nothing but drain your energy. They will do nothing but paralyze you from finding the possible solution. So what do you do? You focus all of your time, all of your energy on what is specifically controllable to you. What can I do in this situation to improve my standing, to solve the problem, to get through this so that I can continue to be successful down the line? And that's what you have to focus on in these races. Whenever the stomach issues go bad, you can't sit there and focus on those things being the deterrent from the race. You got to try to get back to a point of sustainability, find what works, find a solution and move on. You can't worry whenever you tweak an ankle or tweak a knee, pay attention to it, make sure it's not something that's lasting. And then if you can push through it, you've got to start focusing on the positivity and moving through the race. Whenever you lead up to a race and go through a training block, maybe it's not exactly what you wanted it to be, but you've got to focus on what's controllable. You've got to run your race, make sure you're maintaining your pace and doing the things that you can do to be successful. Now, you might say, I don't run ultra marathons, Chance. I don't care about running. I don't care about any of that stuff. So why are we talking about it? Guys, this situation is about a lot more than running. You find yourself dealing with these different types of things every single day. Something can come along. One of these little factors can come along and it can screw up your entire quote unquote race or your day just by having something little minute issue or something that you let get the best of you come in and totally throw off your entire game. So with that, let's look at some examples of what that looks like in everyday life outside of the ultra running scope work. We all know that at some point in work, something's going to come along and throw a wrench in the gears. It could be an equipment malfunction or an equipment breakdown, a flat tire, a leaking hydraulic cylinder on a piece of machinery. It could be the electricity not working in a certain area of your plant, if that's what you do. It could be whatever in that regard, you know, I mean, it could be a belt going out on a piece of machinery, whatever it is. It could be your office chair wheel not rolling right, so you have to scoop more in. Whatever it is, something could happen machinery-wise, malfunction, right? You could get a call from somebody that brings bad news, whether it's a customer, uh, like a client of yours that didn't end up going through with a deal that you thought you had made, or maybe it's a vendor, or maybe it's a business partner that you use, it's fallen on hard times, and can't commit to whatever it is that y'all had planned. Maybe it's somebody questioning your ability or your knowledge or your skills or, or doubting you in a certain circumstance. Whatever it is, all of these things can be factors that have a negative impact on how you do your job. Next, you might find yourself in a social gathering. It might be a an organization that you're involved with, whether it's church or whether it's some kind of men's group or whether it's some kind of league that you're in, whether it's softball, golf, whatever it is, after work and you're wanting to have the best outcome 
possible. You're wanting to stay successful in that. You're planning on going to all these events, and then something gets there, or you get there, and something just totally throws you off. Somebody's there that you didn't want to be there, and they throw off your groove. Maybe some kind of last-minute plan was canceled by somebody, and it's totally outside of your control. Whatever it is, guys, you got to recognize those uncontrollable factors in there. With diet and health, guys, maybe there's only unhealthy food options at the social gatherings that you go to or the work events that you go to. Maybe having your plans change throughout the day or your schedule going hectic leads you to a spot of not being able to eat your meal prep or not being able to prep food for the next day. Or maybe you have to go out to eat for lunch or dinner. Maybe somebody's bringing donuts or cake or cookies to the break room at work as a very nice act, but it brings in a factor of temptation into your diet, right? These are all things that are outside of our control. Maybe the fridge is stocked with some sugary drinks uh, that you know you shouldn't be drinking, like sodas or whatever. Maybe your routine's getting thrown off and there's work and there's personal obligations that consume your time in the mornings or evenings and keep you from being able to work out or go for your walk or read in the mornings if that's what gets you going. Maybe you've got an injury or you're tired and you aren't able to hit those reps that you're wanting to hit in the gym. You're not able to do all the different stuff that you typically would do in a regular workout. Maybe that's throwing off your routine. These are things that can happen to go wrong. Next, guys, maybe maybe an injury pops up, right? You can't control when those things happen. You can't control how severe they are and how long they keep you from being able to do whatever activities or whatever normal things there are in your life that you do, right? So all of these different things can pop up and be factors that are 100% maybe outside of your control, right? We have all those things from the, the diets and all those people bringing the sugary snacks and all the things that you don't need to be eating with all the carbs. Maybe you've got that work event uh, that you don't want to go to because all the people are going to be there that you don't enjoy being around, but you've got to go because it's work. Maybe it's that situation where, you know, you get handed the worst situation possible at work with the breakdowns and all the people relying on you to come up with a solution. And you've got that big thing looming over your head with a broke down piece of equipment that you can't control. So what do you do whenever all these uncontrollables find their way to you? Because inevitably they will. It happens, guys. That's life. What you got to do when that happens, guys, is only invest your energy into what is within your control. Only invest your energy into what is within your control. Because let's be real honest, guys. Do things sometimes suck? Absolutely. Things go wrong, and it is not enjoyable. It is the worst thing in the world whenever something goes completely off the rails, and you end up in a spot where you're scrambling to find solutions, and everybody's panicking all around you. It absolutely sucks, and you've got to acknowledge that. You've got to acknowledge that it is a tough situation that you found yourself in. Acknowledgement is very important, and once you've done that, guys, take yourself five minutes. Scream, cry, take a few deep breaths, run around like a chicken with his head cut off, whatever you got to do for five minutes to get that negativity out of you. But whatever it is, you need to get back on track. You need to... Focus on the positivity. And when you're letting that negative negativity out, whatever it is, if you're screaming, crying, running around, do it privately. Don't let anybody see what you're doing. Don't let anybody see what you're going through. Acknowledge that there's an issue. 
yes, with everyone else, but don't lose your control in front of everybody. Do that in private, then come back when you've collected yourself and start finding solution, guys. Don't let anyone else see and feel and feed off of that negativity because that's exactly what you're doing in those five minutes, guys. You're dumping that negativity out of your body. You're releasing all that negative emotion and anger or pain or sadness or whatever it is in that spot. Release it, let it go, and then start attacking whatever it is that you're dealing with, guys. So, like I said, process and come to terms and then shift focus onto what? The controllables. So, from those last examples, let's take a look at some different controllables. And as we look at the controllables from that, guys, I want to make sure that we're focusing on three big factors that can help us successfully navigate different issues. Those three factors are preparation, what did we do before, reactions, what did we do during the situation, and three, solutions, what are we doing after long term so that we can make sure that this isn't an issue that keeps occurring. So with work, guys, maybe you get that equipment breakdown. Maybe you get those calls from people that don't go right. Well, the immediate thing to do, guys, if we prepare ahead of time, if we do our job to the best of our ability, if we cover ourselves, cover our bases, then anything that happens in the future, any breakdown that occurs is going to be something that isn't going to come back and negatively impact anybody in the regard of not being preventative, right? You're going to have done the legwork. You're going to have done everything you can to prevent these issues ahead of time, but inevitably something might happen. So what you're doing when you're preventing is you're making sure that issues don't happen because of neglect. You're making sure that something doesn't go wrong because somebody didn't put in the time and effort to do the little things that needed to be done ahead of time. And then whenever they do break down, guys, whenever these things happen, like I said, reaction. Take your time to collect yourself. Immediately go into damage control and see what factors you can eliminate from the system. If you got a breakdown, is there anything that's going to get ruined? Is there anybody that's going to get hurt if this machinery keeps running? Can we kill power to it? If we have a bad deal go wrong with a customer, right? Is there anything that needs to be done immediately to ensure that the customer's relationship is maintained, that they're not pissed off or bothered by this for a long time and refuse to do business? And then once those things are figured out, guys, find a long-term solution to dive in and figure out what we can do to maintain and sustain a healthy relationship with the customer. Or what can we do to get the machine back on track so that we can be productive long-term and not lose time, not lose revenue, and all these different things. With the social gathering, guys, if you end up in a situation that you aren't wanting to be in, whether it's because it's an unhealthy spot for you to be in, whether it's because the people around you are full of negativity and you're dealing with big issues like that, the same three things apply to this. Preparation means putting yourself only in situations that are conducive to your success, right? To sustaining the kind of healthy lifestyle and the healthy areas of your life, the spiritual, mental, and physical areas of your life that you're wanting to maintain in your life. That's not being around bad people. That's not, that's being around um, people that bring you up, not letting yourself get in situations that potentially could put you in a bad spot, right? Having too much to drink, being around people that do 
drugs or too much to drink, right? Those are all things that we've got to be very aware of. That's the preparation. That's the prevention area. Reaction is whenever we find ourselves in those situations with the people that are not really conducive to what we're trying to do, or maybe it's people we don't have positive experience with, then we need to either find a way to remove ourselves from that or find a way to essentially remove them. But obviously we can't be too in control of that situation. So the best thing to do in that regard, guys, is to remove yourself from that situation. And a long-term solution is to plan accordingly or to come up with some kind of plan ahead of time and negotiation and conversation of, hey, I'm not going to go to these events if these people are around. Talk to the people around you that you do enjoy hanging around and voice your concerns, voice your opinions, and let people know why it is that you have these issues and why you want to avoid these different groups of people as well. And that's the solution side. Then with diet and health, guys, the preparation for that looks like meal prep. It looks like having healthy snacks out there. It looks like maintaining your diet plan by tracking things. Track your macros, track your calories, all these different things that you have in in uh, your diet daily. You know what you can eat and what you can't eat. That's the preparation side. The reaction side is whenever you see these things, take a step back. Whenever you have the sugary drinks, whenever you have the donuts and the cake and the cookies, waiting at you and staring at you as soon as you turn the corner and walk in the break room, take a step back. Realize what it is that you're going to be putting in your body. Realize the detriment it can and the adverse effects it would have on the goals that you've set for yourself. Then next, guys, the solution side of it is making sure that you're measuring, taking metrics, You're knowing that you're working towards your goals, continuing to track the macros and maintaining the system that you set in place. It is making sure that you're putting a schedule together for meal preps, making sure that you're having uh, different kinds of meals that keep your diet interesting and fun and enjoyable rather than having the same uh, just monotonous, same exact food over and over that's bland and may be healthy, but it doesn't taste good. It doesn't excite you. Those are all things that you can do to make sure that you're staying on that diet and that health plan. You can also avoid situations that put you more at risk for cheating on your diet, not going out to eat because there's so much more temptation and you can't control what the restaurants put in your food. Next guys, maybe it's making sure that you're going home for lunch or making sure that you're home for dinner at a certain time so you're not eating too late. There's so many different factors that can be long-term solutions in that one that pay really, really good dividends over time and help you with these controllables. Next, guys, the controllables in the maintaining a workout situation are making sure you get the gym bag prepped out the night before, right? That's the preparation side. Making sure that you're getting enough rest at night so that you feel good enough to go to the gym in the morning or get up and just go for a run and work out. Making sure that you're consuming enough water and staying hydrated so that you feel good and that you're not exasperated or or dehydrated whenever you go into the gym. Making sure that you're prepping out workout plans so that you know what to do whenever you get there. 
And then whenever things go wrong, whenever you get to the gym and maybe the door is locked and the scanner is not working so you can't get in there, having a plan B, having an option for going on a run or a walk or a bike ride or something like that. But taking a step back and realizing that that doesn't mean just because the door is locked and you can't get in the gym that day, that doesn't mean that you don't work out. Just because something changes in your routine, whether it's work comes in or you've got kids and you can't get to your workout in the morning and then they've got games in the evening, whatever it is that comes in that's a factor that's outside of the norm, taking a step back and realizing and reacting in a way that is not, oop, I can't work out today or oop, I can't maintain my schedule today. No, find a way to react to find time somewhere in your schedule to put it in. Maybe it's a walk on your lunch break. But the long-term solution in this one, guys, to me would be finding a routine and finding a schedule that works for you specifically. Whether it's, hey, I've got many obligations in the evening, so I need to get up in the morning and hit my workouts. Maybe it's, you know, I've got a lot of different things going on in the morning, got to get breakfast cooked, got to get the kids to school and all these different things. So, Maybe it's grabbing a workout on your lunch break or late in the evening or pairing it up with an opportunity like, hey, the kids are at practice right now, so I need to go run and hit my workouts before they get back so I still have time to spend with them in the evening. Whatever it is, guys, you've got to come up with a system and a plan and work it into your schedule to where it's a priority that you're hitting it every single time. Guys, and on the injury side, There's so many different factors and so many different things, especially as runners uh, that we go through that we can't really maintain uh, or control, I should say. We can't control, like we talked about, when injuries happen, how severe they are, and how long they keep us from doing an activity. But we can control how active we are with making sure that we're on the road to recovery, that we're giving ourselves enough rest and time off to make sure that we recover, that we're stretching different things out to prevent some of these injuries. And that's the preparation, guys, making sure that we're having a sustainable routine, making sure that we're stretching and preparing ahead of time and getting ourselves to a point that we can actually maintain physical health in a way that doesn't put us at higher risk for injury. Then the reaction is whenever something does hurt, whenever we do get in a situation where we're thrown off and and experiencing a little bit of pain or a true injury, the reaction is stopping and realizing, okay, is this something that's really an issue? Is this something that I should listen to and let myself get some time off and let myself get some rest? Or is this something that's just a small little twinge or a tweak that I can work through? I can shift gears a little bit, start working out different muscle groups or work out in a different style so that I can maintain my fitness level. I can still maintain my workouts, but I'm also giving adequate time to heal. And then the long-term solution, guys, are making sure that we're being very careful about how we warm up, how we stretch, how we approach these things, having a system in place, and then also having a system of sustainability in place so we're not overdoing it and not putting ourselves more at risk. And when these things happen, making sure that we're having a regimen and following instructions and following a program for recovery and getting ourselves back into the swing of things. And guys, Like I said, any of these issues can pop up at any time. There's so many different things in our lives that can pop up and cause issues and just be a little bit extra layer of craziness that we have to deal with in our lives. But the truth is, 
there's going to be uncontrollable things within that. There's going to be factors that pop up that are just so far outside of our control that it drives us up the freaking wall, especially if we're the kind of people that like to get in the driver's seat to make sure that we prevent things, that make sure that we're on top of our game so that things don't pop up. Those seem to be the kind of people like we seem to be those kinds of people that get bothered by those things the most. And that's okay. But you've also got to realize that with those uncontrollable factors, there comes a very long list of controllable things that we can do. We can control how we react. We control our preparation to make sure that we don't have to deal with these things um, on a regular basis. And so that they're typically more controlled whenever it comes. And then we can tip we can deal with the uh, we can control the long-term solution that we have as we approach these different issues in our lives. Now guys, that is the biggest biggest takeaway from this entire podcast. All you've got to do is sit back, figure out what the controllables are, and get all the power back that these negative situations once had on you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Next Line podcast, guys. Like I said, Please share the show. Help us help more people out there in the world. Make sure you give us a follow on social media. That's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And always be prepared for whatever is Next In Line.